Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Good morning, just. Uh, welcome to Ought to Know Better, another Baradian Cook after another frustrating bloody match. I'm going to roll as the old intro and we'll get into that shit. Okay. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds hitting bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit like dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Whew. Nothing spectacular, Carl. What are you saying? Back to, back to bringing that uh, old chestnut out again, are we? Uh, um, I don't even know what to make of what happened last night. But I, it's it's made me feel a certain way and I've got a little something prepared just to oh God. show you how I feel. So I'm just gonna um, just going to fire this off straight away for you. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much how I feel today. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, like, um, I, I'm kind of, well, to be fair, I did mention on um, Not Another Leeds podcast last night that mm. I was optimistic. Uh, I, well, I didn't say I was optimistic. I said I was quietly confident, but I was treating it like the Plymouth game. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 geez, I'm, I'm glad I did because I'm not really as annoyed about it as I probably should be. Kind of expected really? it. Yeah. I've, I sort of, I had a feeling it might happen, but, you know, you hope that that's not going to be the case, don't you? Um, oh, yeah. I've got some kind of lag going on on my camera at the moment. I've not been able to sort, by the way. So as long as you can hear me, that's what matters. Yeah, that's all. As long as we can see you go to the moon again, then that's all right. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah, I can I can go to the moon again if needed. Yeah, I might I might actually send myself there after last night. To be honest with you, yeah, like, off we go. Wouldn't be a bad shout to the moon. Let's... Just go and sit on the top of the north. Just stand, escape. Yeah. yeah, it's just escape from all the madness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um, just, oh. What What did you What did you make of it? Because like I've got my opinion on how it went, but what What did you make of it? Wank, basically. From start to finish? Oh, no, it's it's more frustrating because we started so well and we played so good and we looked mm. like we were going to smash them off the fucking park. We looked like we were going to just run away with that game. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I don't understand how you go from playing that good to suddenly stopping. And it's not even like we stopped at half-time. We stopped at about 40 minutes. Mm. They don't yeah. score that goal if we're paying attention and we switched on. Do you, do you think is it more that it might have been a little bit of arrogance creeping in that we could slow the play down to to just get to half time? Do you think was that something that might have gone through their heads? Possibly, because there's obviously some kind of complacency going on. Mm. I mean, yeah. they must think, "Oh, we're ace. We've we've got these beat." Yeah, I, I, you kind of get that feeling off them, all right. Like it's, it's, it's especially like you said after the forty-minute mark, we did, we didn't look like we were playing the way we'd played for forty minutes, or mm. yeah, for thirty-nine minutes prior to that. They I think like a um, different team. Yeah, I think again, it's one of those games where we should have been out of sight at halftime, and we shouldn't have even been having this conversation. We should have been three, at least three goals up at halftime. I think so too. Our finishing, as good as it is, it's not clinical enough. No. Um, we, we don't finish easy chances. It seems to be sometimes the overcomplicated ones where it's intricate in the last part of the 18-yard yeah. box and that that we seem to, to put away. But then when it comes yeah. to simple efforts, we can't seem to pick the right pass or take a shot that's that's just 
on target. Like Don James had a great a great chance to to square it right across the box, and he chose to blaze it over the bar. Like, and that's yeah. not a criticism of him. He's been on a hot streak at the moment as well. Like, so yeah, you can't yeah. really you can't dig him out for that. Like, but at the same time, it's those easy clinical passes that we're missing, and we're not mm. actually doing anything with it. Then it's it's that's the frustrating thing at the moment. Yeah, it is, and it's just happening too often. And while I trust Farker and I believe in him, I need him to show me that he's doing something to stamp this out. Yeah, yeah, there needs to be some form of kick in the hole now where that this is a 90-minute game, not just like yeah. first half, 10 minutes of the second. Like, exactly. we didn't really... I don't recall us really creating much of note in the second half. Um, we, we did hardly anything in the second half. That's what I mean. Like the, you, you could point at maybe the Anthony chance, then the the Anthony disallowed goal. Then you could maybe look at Piro got into a good position and he tried to bend it in the far post when it would have been mm. again easier to play it square. To the, I think it was Somerville was kind of just on the edge of the box when Piro was in there. He had time to yeah. square it. It's those kinds of decisions, and I don't know if that's Piro going. Look, I need to score here. I'm the striker or whatever. Or the fact that they're told if you get into a position, have a pop. Like, yeah, you no, know, it, it's I, difficult. Like, because the, the pass, there's a couple of passes yesterday that were very obvious. I know it's harder on the pitch, like, but you, you, you know where your players are going to be. Your you, the players in your team are going to be. So the pass mm. is always going to be on. Like, it's it's. I don't know. They get paid enough to be able to pick the head up and have a look. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And- I mean, I were really disappointed with that one from Somerville when Piro was like, it was away. There was no one around him and he didn't play it. Yeah. Do you remember on that break? Mm. And he, he took it on himself into the area and the chance were gone then. And I were really gutted he didn't play it to Piro. Yeah. He needs to score a couple more for me because he's not contributing enough at the moment. We know he can. Mm. We know it's there. We just need yeah. to see it. We don't want him to take on the curse of lead strikers past. Absolutely not. Like, but then again, you're kind of going. Look, he's he's still bedding into the club, and and it's essentially a brand new forward line. So you kind of yeah. look at those uh, elements of it as well. But I said uh, I'm not sure who I was saying. Did I say it on the pod last night? I just. Uh, might have mentioned about Somerville letting the ball go a little earlier. There was one or two times where he played Rutter in. And fantastic mm. ball, don't get me wrong. Absolutely brilliant. He's he's cut inside and then he's seen the run from Rutter. But there was a touch beforehand where he could have played Rutter in where he was actually making mm. the run. Yeah. Um, And then he just drifted offside a little bit because, you know, one touch too many, stuff like that. And it, it's those kind of things I feel we need to eliminate. Um, and we need to eliminate them fairly quickly because they're, they're starting to to cost us good opportunities and and potential points on the board. Like, yeah, that's it. And speaking of costing us points, our uh, our good friend Paddy Bamford popped up again. Wrong place, wrong time, as per. And uh, if he'd not gone for that ball, we'd have won that game. Yeah, but then I saw someone saying if Pat doesn't get a touch on it, does it even fall to Anthony? And and does it get does it get mopped up by the defender behind him? Mm, yeah, Which is. Yeah. Maybe. Which is a fair point as well, like. But when you look at how tight it was, like that, that would have been a close VAR decision, you know that kind oh, of. Oh God, yeah, that would have been one of them that they've had to look at for about ten minutes. Yeah, because you can see Pat's body, his upper body is onside, and he's moving back in that direction, mm. but his foot then <clears> is offside. So they'd probably, you know, it'd be like, uh, is he oh, advancing or is oh. he retreating or you know? And it's just. Like you, you can't blame the the officials for that. He, at the end of the day, he got it right. Like, but yeah, it was he so, did. Yeah, so tight, technically you know? he did. But fuck yeah. me, I jumped out of my chair when we scored it. Oh. I thought we've fucking done it. You know, um, yeah. it's just so frustrating. And as I said in the in the group chat last night, I'm 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 not blaming Bamford for the fact we didn't win that game because we were diabolical for fifty minutes. Do you know what I mean? That's not on him. Yeah. It's just it's just another one of those moments, isn't it, that he's involved in and it goes against us again. Mm. That that's the, it. The yeah, guy but... can't buy luck at the moment, can he? No, but um Paul um Andy says here Bamper's touch last night was heavy every time uh, it the was. ball went to him. It was very heavy. You could tell he's not played a lot of football. Um the one and, where he got blown offside 
like even if he hadn't been blown offside, the way he took that ball, bounced mm. up in the fucking air, the defender yeah. cleared it anyway. That's the thing, like, but again, again, like you said, Jay, we can't blame Bamford for that because he he was on the pitch for minimal yeah, amount yeah. of time, really, when you look at it. And yeah, no, obviously we want him to come on and make an impact, but when the team isn't performing to the level it did for the first 40 minutes, it's hard for someone to come on and make an impact in that kind of team. Absolutely. it's You, you can't come on and lift everybody. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And when it's like nobody knows what's actually going on, why they're playing like this, mm. what are you supposed to do? I mean, it must be so frustrating for a manager to watch a team just switch off. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's a reflection on you and your management. And that's got to be frustrating as well yeah like he, he 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 went straight down the tunnel after after the goal was scored last night yeah he did yeah and he won't happen i when when it was mentioned that that had happened i was kind of hoping for some form of massive massive reaction mm. um and to be fair it didn't actually really come in that second half at all no, like no. like the last five ten minutes of the 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 game um it was like it was like we all of a sudden started panicking, going, geez, we only have a few minutes left. We need to do something about this. And that's when we started applying. Yeah, we came back to life at the end. Yeah. Yeah. We started applying the it's, first it's half. It's no pressure. good. Yeah. You don't do that. Like, it's like, the, it's weird to say it. It's like they knew that if they kind of set back and didn't play as well in the second half, they'd have that mm. energy for the last 10 minutes, like they showed. Yeah. But that's no good if you're chasing a winner, like you know what I mean. It's like ultimately it looked like it paid off until Bamford was called offside. But yeah, that's that's not that's not how you go about winning a football match. You don't let the other team into it when you're dominating. And they didn't do a fat lot. Like they they called they us out very when, good. when we were no, they weren't very they good. They just at had all. that one quick lad up front, and as we've seen mm. a few times this season, we struggle with that. Yeah, we've got no yeah. pace at the back, especially with Cooper playing. No, I, I don't think Cooper played badly yesterday, no, to be fair. He didn't. He didn't, to be fair. Um, I think that was it, fucking funny, though, when he got left for dead by that play. You know, oh, do you remember yeah. it second half? And it were like, Jesus Christ. Like, he, 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 he was miles away. It was like this lad had jumped on bus and Cooper was still running <laughs> down the road after it. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? But like the, the, I, I saw someone trying to blame Cooper and Furpo for their goal. And I was looking at the goal going, that... That, that that could be any number of players to blame for that. We could blame bloody Ampadu for the misplaced pass into Somerville that he just managed to pick up, but then he lost it again and then they broke. You could blame you could blame Archie Gray for putting his foot on the ball when he should have probably tried to boot it out the pitch, you know? Could you could blame... blame the ball for falling in the wrong fucking place, man. It, yeah. it were really lucky for him. It were yeah. it were poor from our point of view, like from a concentration standpoint, but the mm. ball fell really fortunate to him, and it, it were put in a position where it would have been hard to miss. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and and if 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 it was us on the other end of that kind of goal, we'd be like, "Geez, we were lucky there." What you will take it? Yeah, exactly. You know. And I saw someone criticizing Melier for getting beat at his near post again, but I don't blame him for that goal. It was yeah. just everything happens so quickly. Yeah, I was trying to. I was in the middle of replying to 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 in the group last night, and it looks to me when. I'm not making excuses for anyone now at all, but because it is essentially poor keeping as well. Yeah. But Melier looks like he gets wrong footed in the sense that mm. the player is is coming inside and shapes to shoot in the far far corner. So he thinks his near post is safe, like because mm. uh, like I think it's Rodan that's in front of him. Danny's uh, saying Melier should be saving near post shots. He should be, but if if his if if his the natural way of his body is going one direction and he has to try and get back down in the opposite direction. It's it's yeah. always going to make it harder for him. Like because you're looking at your defender to try and get a foot on that ball if it's coming to that post that he's meant to be saving it at. Whereas he Melier is then covering the far post because that's where ultimately it looks like the shot's going. Now yeah. I, I do get um I do get Danny's uh point there. He should be, but that that to me isn't really kind of a near post save, like you know, he's he's fucked up on before. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with you. Um, and I I just think like if we start picking at small things like that when he's actually looking at the ball and he's he's 
he's weighing up his options. He's got like defender in front of him. Defender's mm. got the the attacker and the and and closing down the space for him to not be able to have that shot into the near post corner. And yeah. Melia is doing his job by trying to cover the far left the the far post. Then so yeah. it's it swings and roundabouts when it comes to that kind of thing. I I think those particular situations are different. But if it's a case where it's Melia's one on one. And he gets beaten at the near post where he's only got like a foot and a half to defend of the near post, then yeah, that that kind of near post thing you get very, very frustrated at. Like Yeah, that's exactly uh, how I feel about it. It's not it's not something where he had a chance to set himself and he positioned wrong for it. It was the fact mm. that it happened in a flash and he just had to have a go. He, he was just caught, as you say, wrong footed, body it wrong way. Not yeah. much he could do for me in that. Yeah. Well, you can see how Melia dives like he doesn't he doesn't get any um purpose from his from his his legs at all it's more of a i'm falling to try and save it at that side because i'm already set for the other side mm. so it's not like he dives on it it's like he's trying to readjust the fall on it i think and 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 that's yeah. the way i saw it like yeah i think so but like i i think we could go on about that all all day long and and still not no one will kind of agree fully on it but that 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 goal should have been prevented before it even got into the eighteen yard box. Yeah, definitely. So, it, it shouldn't have got to that point, should it? No. So there, there there's far more players that could probably look at themselves and go, right, we should have done a lot better there. Can't blame Mez for that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. No, that's it. Um, I was going to ask you what you felt about this actually. When I can bring it up. All right. Because this was a bit of a talking point. I have to scroll through a long list of shit now when I'm trying to find things. Oh, right. It's like that. Oh, that's... So what about this? Stonewall penalty all day long. Don't and nothing, nothing. And Not nothing even, was said. No. I don't think the commentators even said all about it. It was it only be, when they watched the replay. Wrong, though. I think it was only it's, when they watched the replay. It's just... It's out of control there. That's a straight red. Yeah. But you're looking at it uh, when you look at it from again. We we discussed VAR and the whole still image thing a few times, like, and it makes it look worse than it actually is. But that is yeah. as bad as it actually seemed in 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 real time. But where when you're watching that uh, particular instant from the camera behind the goal, yeah, um, you can see that the referee's uh, his vision isn't isn't obstructed in any way to be able to call that not a penalty, like, yeah. Um, it's, it's terrible. It's stupid. It's a really piss poor decision. Yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. Like, but the other side of it is then as well. We're lucky that we didn't concede a a, a late goal either. Like, you know, there was one or two yeah. opportunities for them where they uh, where they they broke because we were trying to press high up the pitch again. And that yeah. that fast lad, um, and Bumbo or whatever is it? Bumbo. Is that so, the dude? Oh no, it's Ndombe, wasn't it? So Ndombe, that's the one. Ndombe. Yeah, yeah. There you You're go. making me think of players that I don't think even play for other. Yeah, that, um, that, that was yeah, Ndombe. Yeah, he he was um, very quick. He was good. He that's the guy absolutely that thought up. he'd scored a goal, didn't he? When Cooper somehow got in the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he he broke quite a few times in the last few minutes when we were trying to press a bit, and Jordan Hugel came on and started to bully a little bit in the in the midfield and win balls back quite deep to play yeah. off to your man and there was one or two chances where they could have gotten in if it wasn't for some good uh good defending and, and stuff like that so yeah, we, yeah. At, at the end of the day like i said last night I, I i was cautious um about this kind of game i was treating it quite like the plymouth one yeah um and um yeah i just uh i'm, I'm glad we came away with a point considering how we played for the second half, really. Yeah. I mean, we could yeah. easily have ended up losing it the way it went. Yeah. It's just at that point in sort of the late first half when it said we'd had 75% possession, they'd had mm. 25. And I just don't understand how we lifted our foot off the gas so far that we basically went backwards. Yeah, that, that that's it. I, I'm not quite sure what is said at half time because if he's gone down to the dressing room when that goal is scored. He's clearly annoyed at what he's seen. So why mm. why have they come out and, and started performing exactly the same as they did in the last ten minutes of the first half as they did yeah. for the whole of the second? Like I don't I don't understand what's been said in the dressing room. Now I'm not slating or criticizing anyone, but yeah. If a manager is that annoyed with it his his players, 
for a spell of seven to ten minutes in the first half, surely there's a better reaction than that when they come out for the second. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think yeah. he would have gone nuts at him, but I don't know. I don't. We're not going to know what he said, are we? But it's no. just, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because you think, oh, well, we'll have a reset, we'll come back out and we'll do what we started mm. the game doing and we'll just get back to that and we'll keep going, we'll win this game. And yeah. it didn't do. It didn't go that way at all. We ended up kind of on the back foot then, and more worried about them than we were mm. concentrating on our own attacks. Yes, um, I'm not sure what what the story is there, but like it has a touch of Bielsa esque about it, where against the top teams in the division, we seem to perform mm. at this optimal level that. We can just, you know, even if we win one nil against Leicester, it looks like the most convincing one nil win that we've ever got. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then we come up against the likes of Rotherham and Plymouth, and we just seem to to come undone. I granted we got the win against right. Plymouth, but we just seem to come undone. And and it it's a regular theme that we've witnessed for, geez, three and a half years under Bielsa, where we just absolutely mm. were like all over the bleeding. Um, top teams but just not not able to finish off the bottom teams it's 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 something that we need to seriously look at like it's seriously frustrating as a fan mm. to watch that it's just like I, I were a bit annoyed i didn't manage to get a ticket for rotherham but in the end i thought fuck me freezing cold stood there watching that tripe for the second half i'd have just been pissed off in the end that i'd end up going do you know what i mean so yeah. it's, it's hard it's it, it doesn't make sense to me that we can be as good as we can be but then mm. play like that at other times. I just don't understand it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Danny makes a good point here as well, Jay. He says, uh, Rovrum uh, mm-hmm. had a game plan. They stuck to it and got a result. Fair play to them. Danny, you're, you're absolutely spot on there. They've done that. Knock with... it long. I know yeah. that quick guy gets on it. Well, they've done that with every team that's <clears> come <throat> there. Like They've only lost two games at home all season. And for a team to be down where they are at the minute... Um, and to say they've only lost two at home all season, you can see that they do play to their strengths in there. Like, and, and it's, it's mate, to be fair to them, if you know, you're in that position and you've got a squad like theirs and you've got a pacey guy up front, then that's like yeah. you fucking that's your golden egg in it because you're gonna get some results in the championship against championship center backs. Yeah, yeah, you can you can soak up as much as you want, knock it long, and if he gets one or two. In a mm. game, you, you're going to probably win that game if your defending's up to scratch, you know, in a lot of cases. So you can see why a team might play that way in a championship. It, it will yield results. They're not a team that's got any aspirations of sort of doing anything. They just want to stay there and it's it's going to work for them, I think. But it's, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's frustrating as hell when you've got such quality, but you get undone so easily at times. And that's what I find difficult to comprehend. Yeah. It's easy to blame Cooper, and I have done many times, but, you know, it, it, that wasn't really down to him any of what happened last night. He didn't really do anything wrong in that game. No. He actually I, played pretty well. Um, he, he were lacking pace, but we know that, and it's just something we have to deal with. We don't have a really pacey centre-back, do we? No. Well, I think there's enough pace and strike and... Um, Road on, but Cooper's legs you could see last night they're just off off the you know the off a quick turn he's he's completely caught there's no yeah there's no catching up to the player when he gets turned as he did a few times last night but that's not to say he played badly like it's just we all know he probably knows it it's just his legs are going at the minute like and it's, it's yeah I mean happens. he turns like Austin Powers in that tunnel on that yeah. cart. Essentially, you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> but you know, he, as I say, he didn't do all wrong last night. He, he just you can't you can't have a go at a guy for not having pace. That's kind of just is what it is, isn't it? You know, that's that's, yeah. that's not him doing something wrong. That's just that is what it is. And, um, and, and we all know what Cooper's like, and he'd probably admit that himself anyway. Of course he would. Yeah. I think Cooper would turn around and probably say, "Yeah, I'm not best player in the world." You know, yeah. he, he's don't come across as that kind of guy, does he? But we do, we do need better. We need someone quicker at the back because Strike, Creswell, Cooper, Rodon, none of them are quick. No. Rodon's not terrible, but he's not he's not quick. Charlie Creswell's no slouch now, to be fair. Like, but then you're putting two right footed 
players in the centre backs in there if you take out strike or you know. It's, hey, it's do you know what? If, if he's significantly quicker than the other options, I'd put him in regardless. Yeah. Because we've seen how how much we struggle against pacey forwards. Mm. We mm. do struggle. Yeah. Uh, with, with that in mind, yeah, um, uh, Kenny here, uh, Kenny Campbell, how are you, Kenny? Fark made changes too late, at least Nanto looked like getting involved again. I, I kind of, I opened up a foot mob there. Yeah, we're, we're mm. open for sponsorship foot mob. Um, <laughs> and I see what Danny's point is, like there was three subs made on 70 minutes. I thought from... Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The minute we kicked off in the second half, give give the players on the pitch another 10 minutes at most yeah. take make changes at 60 minutes. I know 70 minutes is only 10 minutes later. Like, but yeah, that, that 10 minutes could be significant. Like you could see mm. that, um, Jorginho was clearly kind of starting to struggle a bit with whatever knock he came back from France with. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, Nanto looked probably, to have his best uh, substitute appearance for a while there. I think he's lost a lot of timber as well, has Nanto. He yeah, looks, he looks um, like he has a bit, yeah. Yeah, he looks a lot slimmer. Like So um, I thought he started to get into the game. And, and prior to the game last night, when, when he came on against Plymouth, we had a lot of mm. defending to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we didn't really get to see what his progress is like since the injury. Um, yeah. I wish he'd cross that when he shot, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see again. That's that's the decision making, isn't it? It's like, and to be fair to him, he just scored a, a bag full of goals uh, on on international break as well. So his confidence yeah, is probably yeah. high. Like, so I, I, oh, I yeah, fair play to him for having a go. I just wish he hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Just wish he hadn't. Um, <laughs> it's it's so, individual errors. We need Farker to sit him down and point these things out to him and show him and say, look, this is something you need to consciously work on. Because you yeah. need to make this something that's wiped out of your game. You need to make it instinctive to not do that. And that yeah. takes time. But they've got to work on it. I think so, yeah. And, and it's something that they're they're going to need to do pretty quick because we have a game Wednesday again against at home to Swansea. Mm. So it's going to need to be picked up and, and ironed out fairly lively over the next two or three games. Like. Piro will be itching to score against them, surely. You'd hope so, yeah. Um, I want to. I want to kind of ask you, Jay. What do you? What do you, I know? Farka gave a fifteen-minute answer as to why he does it. Like, but <laughs> are, are are we starting <clears throat> to see any kind of understanding as to why Fark is playing Piro that way? And Rosen what you mean from from a layman's point of view, watching it. Yeah, like because I, I I'm not seeing the benefits of it so much at the minute. Like, um, I'm not criticizing Fark or Piro for his performances or anything, um, but I just want to know when it's going to start, you know, really ticking there because that's mm. the idea is that he's late arriving in the box, but when we're not choosing the correct final ball, then that's pointless him being late in the box. Yeah, you'd rather have him on the 18 yard spot. Or on the yeah. six yard spot where those most of those balls are going, like yeah, I, I'd rather have him playing like a poacher than mm. a, like false nine or something. Do you know what I mean? I don't, mm. I, 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 I don't get it really. I, it, because I don't see how you justify it when neither of them are really scoring goals. Mm. It's, it's like surely he must have thought putting Ruter up front, he was going to bag a few himself. He's got a couple, but he hadn't he hadn't scored many. Yeah. Um and Piro seems to be suffering for it because he's never in the right place at the right time for me. He's always too deep. Yeah, always... and then when he when he does get a shot, it's him coming into the box with it and he's trying to take a long range shot and it's just not happening for him. Like that one where he um oh, who was it? Was it Leicester early doors when he turned and he had that shot? Oh. Like 
we want a bit more of that from him, but maybe a bit closer in. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that kind of area is his bread and butter as well. When you look mm. at some of the goals that he's got for Swansea, where granted they're they're from outside the box and they're spectacular mm. looking goals for the best most part, but he has that finish on him, and that's that's kind oh, of does, where yeah. I want him in that area. That's that's he shouldn't like if I, if I was looking after that team, I wouldn't have him dropping any deeper than the centre backs. No, out. no, 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 because. Some of the goals he scored for Swansea, you can see that he played off the last man, in, and you could see that he like he has pace. This is the thing. Like we 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 saw that for for sure against Ipswich, where he picked the ball mm. up inside <clears> the centre <throat> circle, yeah. led it forward to Nanto, and Nanto and and by the time the pass from Jorginho came in, sure he'd already done a step over and he was in on to finish, mm. and. That doesn't show me that he's any sort of a slouch. So for him to be no, able to no. play off the last man, I think is is probably far more suitable than having him play further back. Yeah, I, no, I think so me, too. Like, I'm oh. just going to pull this comment that Danny's made. He mm. says, uh, Piro isn't a nine. That's the reason he's not playing there. He played 10 at Swansea and that came from Swansea podcast saying he played more in the 10, never was a nine. Now, mm. I've, heard, I've heard that, I've seen that. I get that. Yeah. But for me... In our system, I feel like he'd be better in the nine purely because the way Ruta plays the ball, carries the ball, his vision and stuff, he would be much better at the link-up play aspect in the 10 for me than Piro is. Piro struggles with link-up play. He doesn't always make the right pass or mm. he can get caught in possession. It, it doesn't look natural to him. And maybe yeah. he did play at 10 in Swansea, but maybe the way they played 10 was different to the way we play 10. Yeah, it's it's the system he's playing in. Like, if the system doesn't suit the role he's meant to be playing in the ten, mm. perhaps then using him in that position isn't isn't the wisest thing to do. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, it's all about the system and the way that we play. And if he can't fit into that, then you've got to maybe look at that. But do you feel like, with that long explanation that Farker gave, that he's mm. now made it impossible for him to change it? Yeah, that that kind of. <laughs> Yeah, that, that also brings me on to a good point there that uh, Jamie has made. He's happy with Fark, but has an air of stubbornness about him, That's like it. most good managers. That's this is the thing. Like I heard, um, if, uh, like again, it's not a criticism of of Fark or anything like that. It's just observations. Um, you saw, you heard a few Norwich fans saying that when they got relegated the first time, he wasn't willing to. He wasn't willing to change his style of play to to try and get them out of it to be a bit more stubborn you know but yeah i think our style of play is good and i think it, it's a lot more effective for us than norwich in the sense that we've probably got better players than norwich had barb wendia and mm. i don't know maybe pookie perhaps in the championship but I think um, our, our our starting eleven is better than theirs. The, the 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 players that we have in there are probably better than the ones they had. So the style of play, I'm not too bothered about. It's just yeah. the positioning of players that could get a bit frustrating down the line, rather than the way we're playing. Such the thing is, if we're winning games and we're scoring loads of goals, no one cares. But we're not. We we're winning most games. Uh, we're not losing at the moment, thankfully. But we're not scoring enough. Not anywhere near enough. When you go into Rotherham and you're getting one goal with a forward line like ours, yeah, like they should be like licking the lips, man, at the prospect of playing them. They should be salivating, eager to get out there, chomping at the bit. Well, that that's it exactly, man. And and I don't think it uh, it it dawns on them until fucking the last ten minutes of the game that they're that they're, <laughs> they're playing this team that they could yeah exactly yeah get a good goal difference against you know but get get our goals far up like you know um, um, I'm, yeah it's it, it's it's fairly annoying now i'll be honest but look how many more games is there there must be at least another 30 plus games anyway like um, i don't know actually let me pull the table up and just check because i can't remember <laughs> where we're at so we played 17 games okay there we go so, so we've got 21 left yeah so that's, no. no, you've got fucking 31 yeah, left. I'm thinking of Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrong, wrong division, Jeff. <laughs> um, so we've got 31 games left. I, I 
don't think it's it's uh, it's a massive massive problem at the moment. If, if mm. we can, can if we can keep going the way we're going, I think we'll be all right. But we could drop to fourth today now. We could, and I'm really disappointed that they mm. missed opportunity to put pressure on the top two because if we'd won that game, they mm. would have started to feel a little bit of heat going out yeah. today. Now they're going to be out there like, ah, fuck it. Please yeah. fuck all. We could and we've missed a chance. We've missed a chance there. Yeah. I don't I think... see us catching the top two now. It's just, I, I want to believe that we could, but we're just too I... inconsistent, Carl. If we're going to turn out like that against the likes of Rotherham, the likes of Stoke, the likes of Birmingham, the likes of Sheffield Wednesday, how do you get automatic promotion dropping points against all those sides? Well, we have to play up switch before Christmas. Uh, it's not home. enough, is it? Well, look, would you rather go up? It don't, like, we don't have to get top spot. Like, well, take second to automatic, you know? I, I, Let's, I, I, what, what are we you aware of our record in playoffs? Well, this is what I'm saying. That's why I said <laughs> second. Um, second goes up automatically as well, Jay. So I, I, it does, what, yeah. What we should be thinking now is we should be thinking, right, let's catch Ipswich first. Absolutely, but... And, and I think... Depending on what their result is like today, we have to play them in, in December at home. Um, see, look there, Danny. Look, I still think we uh, West Bromwich Albion beat it. Which hey, that's Danny who said we were finishing 14. So if he believes it, maybe maybe it's on. But like that's the thing. What the like? Forget Leicester, even though they're on the same points, whatever the case may be. Catch second first. Oh yeah, absolutely. Make that the priority rather than fixating on the fact that Leicester are there. Man, they're they're more rattled than us. They they should have been seventeen points ahead of us. I don't disagree with any of that. You know, I just feel like we've probably given them a bit of a boost during that game. Yeah, but Ipswich went there two weeks ago and drew two all when they were two one up with the ninth in the eighty seventh minute or something. Mm, so I remember yeah. that game. I was watching it yeah. like, oh come on, Rotherham, you fuckers. Yeah, last, yeah. I think last I think... night I was like, fuck off, Rotherham, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so like like Leicester have to go there as well, and mm. you know it's 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 not an easy place by the looks of thing. Well, from going off last night, you're starting to sound like off. Kevin Keegan. Why? It's not easy to go there and get some. <laughs> You've yeah. got to go to Leeds. Whatever That's he said. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> well, there you go. So, if you grow your hair again, you might look a bit like him. Um, I might do. You know. We'll see. Get a perm, get a perm going on. It's Could coming into Christ- routine. It's coming into Christmas and winter and all that properly now, so I might need to just let it grow. That's it. You, you know? need some of this to cover you up and keep you warm. Ah oh, man, sure. I, like Luke was on about doing Movember in the group. Sure, I. Oh doing God. A, a warm, wet towel would shave me <laughs> now. Still at this stage, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck, you'd look like some kind of low-level mafia gangster if you grew a tash. I do. Yeah. You'd have to have like yeah, the but... little gap in the middle. Oh, would I? Yeah, and then slick me here. Two down, lines, yeah. yeah, two lines. Like fucking Come out with a cigar going, see, <laughs> Going like that with other hand. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> uh, right, I'm going to pull up some comments because we've got some early on that I started and we ain't got to yet. I'm just going to fire All right. So I don't think we'll go much longer, will we? There's not a massive no. amount left to say about that. No. Uh, Danny said, uh, Pod Dodger should always prepare the night before. Didn't say anything when I was on the other podcast last night on my laptop about an update. So, <laughs> uh, Liam says, uh, second half we were terrible and the subs made no difference. In some ways we were worse then. Yeah, it's a fair mm. point. This is going quite slow for me, by the way, because everything is lagging today for some reason. Okay. Uh, Paul says, we did seem to drop off in the second half, Liam B. Danny again says, uh, just thought we'd bounce back against Swansea on Wednesday. I think we're all open for yeah. that one. Yeah, that's a big yeah. game for us now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Liam says when we scored a goal, Rotherham looked a defeated team. Even their own supporters were booing them. That was a point to push on, but we dropped in the attacking side of the game. Yeah, hundred percent. And good old Don Goodman, our mate on commentary, he um, he was saying, wasn't it? Oh, they just yeah. need to get in, just one down at half time. They just need to get in one down, yeah. and regroup, and then they scored that fucking and goal. Fucking scored. <sighs> yeah. So that was fun. You still so there? We got a point, which is better than no, but we should have been out of sight in the first half. 
Mm. Again, all very valid points. We've got some clever people on our on our pod, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, Andy Law says, was that performance last night down players coming back from international duty and not enough preparation? What do you think of that one? Yeah, I think Friday was too soon for international players to be playing yeah. a game. Yeah. I I don't know about not enough time for preparation. I feel like they shouldn't need much prep to go out and play the way that they mm. can and beat Rotherham. But yeah, it's it's a big ask, isn't it, to jump straight back in on a Friday night? Well, there is that, like, and, and also, I'm assuming Fark would have looked at how Rotherham play at home and, and decided on potentially altered tactics in, in mm. a way, where yeah. he knew the long ball was coming, so potentially sit a little deeper and expect the, like, even Don Goodman said it, like, that Rodan and Cooper won every aerial duel, so you could see that there was some element yeah, of the yeah. there, but maybe... Yeah, I think Friday was too soon for the international players, if I'm being honest. Um, I think there is elements of tactics within that formation that would have been changed for Rotherham mm. because of how Rotherham plays. So maybe just not up to speed on, on what wanted doing, you know? So yeah. Come back, what, Tuesday, Wednesday? Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, I think. So, yeah, it's so, two days, like, you know. They'll have been doing recovery, wouldn't they, for most of Thursday? And I'd imagine like a- people... Yeah. Bit of a tactical briefing or something, and maybe a bit of running and kicking a ball Friday morning. Yeah, That'd be about it, would it? I'd imagine so. Yeah, it wouldn't have been much more than that now. So it's everyone else gets an extra day off. Yeah, it's not great and preparation just... to be fair, was it? No, it must be frustrating for the manager as well, that because you know you're up against it, don't you? You know you're going to struggle, and it's through no fault of your own. Yeah. What um with with that in mind, um and and players coming back late just before we go on, Jay. Um, hmm. When do you think Matteo Joseph is going to get a look in in this uh, in this team? He's he's scoring for fun for the under twenties, under twenty ones, and and he's scoring hatfuls for England as well. Like, I think he's one he's, of those that I, I I wouldn't like to see leave because he has great potential. Like, I think he's um, changing his name to Matteo Joseph Edmondson because <laughs> he's the new Ryan Edmondson and he ain't gonna ever play. Yeah, um, I, I mean, do you remember I've everyone would call him to play at times? Like we were crap then as well. And yeah. they were banging in for fun, and everybody wanted him to get a chance in the first team, and no manager would put him in. Yeah, it's mad, I'd love it? to know what it is that they see in under twenty-one players that they think, yeah, he's shut up, but nah, won't work. Doesn't have it for the first team. It's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't get that. But yeah, I would like to see him. Play. He's yeah. out all the young talents we've got. He's the one I think is most exciting up front. Like, yeah. Joffy doesn't seem to have progressed, sadly. Um, Perkins has apparently got a bad attitude and he's not doing fuck all, is he, at Oxford? Mm. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Don't know the answer yeah. to that one. Just uh, just to hope he's not overlooked because they're the type of players that see, like, again, scenario could be the same as Leif Davis. Could be Cody Drammy, could get fucked off and run his contract down. Yeah, but I'd be more worried about a Leif Davis situation where he didn't get the opportunities in the first team and all it took was a, a run of games to get mm. him to play and how he's playing and, and, and yeah, delivering on a consistent basis as well. So I just hope that doesn't happen with uh, and I, Joseph. Like I said before on here, like people are like, oh, I should never let Davis go. But Leif Davis, who you see now, that wouldn't be who he is if it stayed at Leeds because he wouldn't have had that development. He wouldn't have played first-team football. He's become that player because he's had that exposure to proper men's football and he's grown into mm. it. He wouldn't have got that here. The opportunities weren't there. Well, he might have got the opportunity with how much fur. He might now. <laughs> we might he not might have had now. break Pascal strike last season to fucking play him at left-back. But then we won't sign Sam Byram. Yeah, you don't know. We might have signed Sam Byram anyway. We didn't. We, we didn't. We didn't necessarily have a right back. We had Byram in before we had Jed Spence. So mm. you know, there's there is that. Like the missing man, Jed Spence. Yeah. Uh, we got a comment on that actually, asking where he was and why he'd not played. Mm. No idea on that. We were we were expecting him back, weren't we? Well, apparently there was talk of him being uh, being back after the international break. So he were training maybe, last week. Yeah, maybe maybe Friday was just a bit too soon. Like maybe Wednesday will be the kind of stepping up part. Um, I just hope he's not had a reaction, that's all. Because when you've been out a couple of months, that happens, doesn't it? Because your body it's, it mm. needs to get used to it again. Yeah, yeah. You get muscle injuries and sprains and shit, don't you? Yeah, it's very easy to get all that again once you've uh, been out for quite a while. Like, so 
Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, nice to see him even on the bench now on, on, on Wednesday, even if he doesn't start. Absolutely. Just pull a few more comments and then we'll wrap up, I think. Uh, Andy says, uh, fair play to Pascal back on the pitch three weeks after a double hernia operation. Absolutely. Take my hat off to that man. Yeah. The pirate. Yeah. Loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Leads getting, the arm, getting the armband as well. Happy yeah. Days. Yeah. Uh, Paul Brennan says, uh, we do need a number 10 in January. I do hope we hang on to Somerville because if he goes, we could struggle. We're not a one-man team, but Somerville is crucial. We hang on to him. Fingers crossed. Absolutely agree with that one. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. To be fair, like he's he's made his feelings known at the start of the season, and I think Fark, Fark trusts him quite a lot now. Um, he's probably the first name on the team sheet after Ampadu, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Liam B says uh, the referee was so bad, missed and nailed on penalty against Somerville. If it had been given a definite red card, hundred mm. percent. We mentioned yeah. that earlier, didn't we? I don't know how anyone could look at that and and not come to the same conclusion. To be honest with you. Well, like that, 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 uh, Peltier is getting sent off if that's fair. Like, Peltier is a fucking wanker, isn't he? Mm. He's a but shit he's player. Getting... He's got a shit attitude and he just, he looks irritating. He's got one of them faces you want to punch. Yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> and one last. He wasn't happy in his interview after the match, so he could see how the match panned out. Yeah, well. Bare minimum, I'd hope for to be fair. I hope he kicks their asses. I hope mm. any sort of days off that they were going to have this weekend are cancelled, to be honest with you. They don't deserve yeah. it. Absolutely. Don't flog them into the ground, you know, and injure them, but make them go around and paint some fucking walls or something. Give them some Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off. Yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> get get in their ear and, and, and fucking have a word. Get them around Farkas doing gardening and cleaning house and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> got a load of leaves that he needs blown off his lawn, so get it sorted. Oh man, uh, Liam says uh, Joseph should be picked before Bamford. Just going back to what we said before, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Jamie's with you there too. Yeah, Matt, Danny uh, says. Uh, sorry, okay. Danny says like Farker said, if they ain't doing it in training, they ain't starting. So that could be something. But yeah, how many great footballers though, have we had? Like you hear stories from ex-pros, don't you? Know, like oh yeah. He was shit in training. He, he, he didn't yeah. run around, he didn't do all. But then when game day come, he just went out there and smashed it. Like, want Gazza like that? He didn't and Vatuka train, was did apparently like that <laughs> as well. <laughs> if you're doing it on pitch, then I don't care what you're doing in training, personally. Yeah. Um, but we're not the manager. Yeah, Matt Leeds uh, says, um, how are you, Matt? Uh, DJ uh, Dan James. Good day. Pen against, uh, pen again, just like versus Newcastle two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, I think... What 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 where that stems from is that he's known for going down a little easy, yeah. In certain scenarios, and he he kind of got found out a bit like that in in the Premier League when he was playing for Scum a bit. Hmm. So, I think people would uh, refs would be reluctant to give Dan James penalties without VAR because they're not quite sure you know be look look that it, it's a reputation some players have and and unfortunately he didn't get it at us he got it at at that fucking lot over the mm. pennines yeah um that's so, the poison that comes with him yeah so I, I i get that as well like but i think um i think that the, there's times where the ref has such a good view of that there's absolutely no way you can't give anthem but a penalty and a red card like anywhere else on the I pitch that's, anywhere else on the pitch that's a sending off do you think the ref will get demoted for that, or do you think it'll just be overlooked? I I don't think any refs in the in the championship would really get demoted for any decisions yeah. they make because they can't be held liable when there's no VAR. Whereas if there's VAR, then the ref comes under a lot more scrutiny. I dread to think on the pitch. Yeah, that's true. I dread to think though what kind of refs you get at sort of League One and League Two level these days because fuck me. If if these guys are, are in championship because they're not good enough to be in premiership, then fuck knows how bad they are below this. Yeah. I I've seen it a few times now and I've turned to the guy next to me at Ellen Road and I've said, oh same again. Ref's not biased. He's just shit. <laughs> He's just shit. Because <laughs> they seem to they seem to be shit both ways in a lot of the games I've seen. Yeah. Like it I noticed when we were in the championship last that we seemed to get a lot of stuff against us like disproportionately, it seemed. Like we didn't get a penalty, did we? 52 games, whatever it was. Yeah. But like this time, it seems like 
the refs are just shit. They're, like for both sides, they're just they're just crap refs. Mm. That's that. There's no like that. That's why I, I I don't think any of them would get demoted. Like you can't really. Yeah. I think that I think the standard in the EFL. Let's be honest. It's the same from the fucking from the League One up to the Championship. You know what I mean? So yeah. Let's not beat around the bush here. It's fairly bog standard stuff. It's piss poor. Something yeah. needs doing with it, but that's a conversation for a whole other pod. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think on that note we'll wrap it up, mate. Um, we've got Swansea yeah. Wednesday, and uh, we'll be going, won't we? So, yep. Not a clue who's mm-hmm. on B and C for that. It's probably us again. It always seems to be a moment. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I think you and me are both on main pod with Luke. I think on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, on Tuesday. Cool in the gang. So we will be back, and uh, I'd say thanks everybody for coming and joining us on a on a Saturday morning after a, a shit Friday night. But you know we appreciate you. Yeah. Keep watching, and uh, we'll keep coming and talking ru- rubbish and bollocks and doing what we do. Yeah, thanks for watching, <laughs> folks. Cheers, everyone. We'll catch you Tuesday. Bye bye. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We've three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.